Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Wind Down time. Wind Down time. I'm so excited. Do you want to recap our week, babe? Sure. What did we do this last week, honey? Uh, Well, I was supposed to go on strike. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Well, (laughs) it didn't because (laughs) I just felt like if I did, then stuff would just be not taken care of. So I had a really hard time. And a lot of other women were like, I would love to strike with you, but unfortunately nothing would get done. So but, there was, what, but what would not have gotten done this week? So there were times when I walked past the dishwasher, I knew that, it, <laughs> no, no, you were really bad this week about not loading the dishwasher. And I had like emptied it. And so I thought, I'm like, okay, if I don't empty it now, then I'm just going to have more. And then when we make dinner and then it's just going to be even more of a chaos. And if I don't help, then he's going to be like, why aren't you helping me? So I just, I kind of was just like, okay, I'm done with this. I can't, first, I can't first of all, First of all, whenever I ever said, why are you not helping me? No. Well, I mean, it's, we just kind of do it together. Right. We just do it together. Yeah. And secondly, that's one, that's not like really something to go on strike about. Doing the dishes? Because that's something sure we both do. I know, but I'm just saying, for example, there- It's got to be one of these things that you talk about. This would never get done if I didn't do it. Well, okay. I know it would get done, but I'm just saying I would have wanted things done on more my time. Like you came home <laughs> from Home Depot and there was something sitting on the kitchen counter. I really wanted to move it, but I didn't. And it took two days for you to move it. What thing? It was your or deodorant wash stuff that was sitting on the counter. Deodorant wash stuff? You went to like Walgreens or whatever. Oh, deodorant? <laughs> yeah, but it was sitting on the counter for two days. I counted. <laughs> and then you finally moved it. So. Okay. I know. I'll be sure to be more conscious of stuff that you leave around for okay. two days. Okay. Okay. So that's the thing. I feel like maybe you guys just keep more score in your head. No, we don't keep any score. We just want things cleaned. Then just clean them. <laughs> just do it. Okay. Instead well, of keeping score. My strike was really bad. I didn't do it. Yeah, it didn't go over too well. No, it didn't go over well at all. What else did we do? And we then to, we toured the hospital. We toured the hospital. Where the baby's going to be born. Oh, that's awesome. What do yes. the rooms look like? Small. I'm having kind of an anxiety attack about Why? it. Why? They're yeah. very small. Really small. We, so we started the tour mm-hmm. and they took us into the triage room and I had a C-section with Jolie. So right. At a different hospital. At a different, different hospital, yeah, which is why we toured the hospital here in LA. Mm-hmm. And... I like the triage room is really nice where they set you up and everything. Okay. But I already am going to, I'm going to have a scheduled C-section because I, I personally just don't want to do a V-back. I, I know there's risks for both, but I've mm-hmm. already had a C-section and you know what I to just, expect. I know it's yeah. And right. I've already have the scar down there yeah. and I just agree. I, I'm, I, I'm <laughs> a little sad that I missed the vaginal birth experience, but I, and then I quickly get over it. I was going to say, are I, you really? I, I, I am, are a you, little bit. Are you, what What are you, so, you know, I was going to go all natural. I was like all in, like nothing. no epidural, nothing? No epidural, nothing. Acupuncture, oh. yeah, you know, like, like While you're spiritual. Yeah. Wow. Zen out. Yeah, I was birth. like, I was like, zen out, playlist, mm. ready, you know. Um, and that's not, the way it happened because did you, you have a c-section too i ended up having a c-section and well i was dilated probably at about a seven okay before i got the epidural Ooh. i mean i was at the point where it was i was dying 
every 45 seconds and would have 15 say, seconds of relief. Because was it 10 centimeters is you're fully dilated? Right. So yeah. it was like every four, I was, I would have 45 seconds of like back labor and then it would be 15 seconds Ugh. of like, oh my God, I can take a breath. And then it yeah. would be like, oh, I'm dying again. Yeah. Um. So Rocco was, he was, he was How, how in, big was he? He was, he was like seven pounds, eight ounces. Okay. He wasn't like a, he wasn't a huge baby, which right. you, you wouldn't believe that because he's now uh, so four big. feet, three inches and 71 pounds at six years old. Right. Um, but he was, he was ready to come out, except he was leaning on his, he had the, his right hand, uh, like placed on the back of his head. So he was uh-huh. like, just chilling like this. <laughs> and they were like, his hand isn't. He's not moving it. We we have to go in and get him. Like oh, he wow. won't move. So you were trying, like you you were trying, and by that point you had still no. So she kind of like wedged right. in there okay. because of his. Yeah, because he was, was like, you know, he was just like, hey, just chilling, not ready. Um. So they quickly gave me the epidural, and it was heaven. I was like, right? Oh my god. What have I been missing out on? I was like, this, uh, why was I so stupid? <laughs> <laughs> and then I had the C-section. Yeah. And I was like, fine, whatever. The baby's, he's healthy. Right. I'm healthy. Yeah. I you mean, know. I know. It's one it's, of those, I don't think you have to feel so bad about missing out on maybe that natural experience, especially when it's out of your control. Right. Like your situation is as yours, out of your control. With Janice, it was the same thing. Yeah. Where... Her fever started to spike a little bit. So my water broke a couple of days, obviously, before. Before the right. scheduled due date. And, and you can only, if your water breaks, they only have so many hours. Yeah. Right. At some point, they have to go in and get the baby. Yeah. I right. think we labored yeah. for about four hours. Yeah, about four hours. And it was eight centimeters. But I had the epidural right away. Right. I mean, I was smarty. Just, the second I You're felt smart. that pain, because we were in Nashville, I, my water broke. I got up from bed and I said, honey, I don't think I just peed myself. Right. Like. Oh God. And then within a minute I had contractions every minute on the minute. Oh and he's God. brushing his teeth. Taking <laughs> You're his like time. I was like, get in the fucking car. You're like, do so... I need to call 911? <laughs> mind you, this is like the third or fourth Whatever. It quote, doesn't I'm matter. doing air quotes alarm that we had in that week. Mm-hmm. So we had already gone to the hospital like three times that okay. week. Right, and, and so I she's like, I think I'm having the baby, and we go to the hospital, and it's like, no baby, I think I'm having the baby. So it was like three but times that week. So finally, sure, the fourth, I guess the fourth time was the charm. So this time, she's like, my water broke. So I'm like, here we go again. So this time, I'm like, brush my teeth, tie your clothes on. He's tying his shoes, untying my shoes, tying my I run out in my PJs. My mom's upstairs. I'm like, mom, my water broke. <laughs> She's like runs down the stairs. They go out to the car. I'm and taking my time. I come out. His name. Nora, her mother comes in. Is like, uh, Mike. I think we really need to go. And I'm like, all right, I'm coming. <laughs> and for, I was for so the listeners who haven't had pissed. a baby yet, when you see water break in movies and film and TV, <laughs> it is nothing like that in real life. No, because you're like, wait, did my water break? Yeah, is it happened? Yeah, yeah. Because in the film, it's in a film, a it's like a gush a, of yeah, a gallon of water. A, yes, your body. yeah. Mm-hmm. But this was more of just like a, a, a did I pee a, myself? A, a yeah, right. Light pee <laughs> trickle. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we go to the hospital. I end up trying to labor. End up having an emergency C-section. Jolie comes out. Yada yada. Um, we'll talk about that part later. But I know people do V-backs. I know they actually say that a V-back is actually safer than a C-section. 
And I've thought about if my water breaks again before my scheduled C-section, mm-hmm. should I try to VBAC? What's a VBAC? A, basically a vaginal birth after C-section. Right. Oh, but oh, I could okay. also hemorrhage, die. The the, the C-section scar mm-hmm. could burst. I mean, but uh, something no. could go wrong in the C-section surgery too. Like they actually say your chances are worse in a C-section versus a VBAC. I don't know. I've been Google, like I've been talking to Doctor Google, so I've been reading all that. Their, well, stop, stop Googling so MD. I know, right? So fast forward to you know, or rewind yes, to to the room to the room, yeah. and I was like, man, maybe I really should try vaginal. But then I was like, nah, I'm good. Nah. <laughs> so but, I mean, if it happens, it happens, and if the baby's coming, we gotta go. We gotta go, and then right. whatever. But I'm hoping that you know, we just and I was telling Michael, I'm having some anxiety around it just because you just don't know what's going to happen. Is my water going to break like it did with Joey right. before? And so I'm starting and, to stress a little. <laughs> like when we're going over the hill yesterday to go to the hospital, it's taking, you know, a good amount of time. And Jan's like, what if my water had broken? And we're trying to During quote unquote time. rush well, to the hospital. You need to tell in, that baby that, County. that you're not coming if uh, it's rush hour. I know. Yeah. I'm very scared. He's like, well, what if I get pulled over? I was like, then I'm hopping in the police car and the police car is going to siren me to the hospital. <laughs> I actually, story. I actually have a couple shortcuts uh, oh, you do? to get you guys through the hill. Okay. If you want me to share those. Okay. We, yeah, we'll yeah. definitely get on that for sure. Yeah. But anyway, so we go to the triage room. Triage room looks really pretty where mm-hmm. they're going to do the vaginal <laughs> birth. There's a lot of room. But then where you go to do your postpartum. postpartum Girl, it's so small. Is there a couch? Is no, there? no, nothing. What? There's one chair. Can you get a suite? Can't you upgrade? It's $4,500. Minimum of $4,500 a, a night. night. That's almost, and if I do a C-section, it. it's three to four nights. So that's almost $11,000. i am like, we can't do that. That's dollars $11,000 to $17,000. We can't, we can't rationalize that for a couch. No. For more room. But, you know, the thing and is. I'm not is, trying to be a baby, too, but it is a small. No, and room. it's all about what your prior experience was. Where our prior experience was in Nashville, where the hospital right. we went to, mm-hmm. or naturally in Williamson County or Davidson County and outside of Nashville. Mm-hmm. It's not as populated as LA County, so rooms are going to be a little bit bigger. There's of course. Not as many people. That's just, you know, that's just how yeah. it is, right? So. Your cot that you saw. So, I had yeah, a really like a, great yeah, suite. There's a fold-up cot in the corner for the dad to sleep on, which, oh. as soon as you lay it out, takes up the remaining of the f- floor space Literally. in the entire room. So it's the bed and the cot, and that's it. And then the bassinet for the baby. Yeah. And like you're blocking the door for the bathroom, and <laughs> it's just. So it's I'm, having, I'm having, I'm having, I'm slightly anxiety attack about that. So I understand that because I, I, I are, I don't like small spaces. Mm-hmm. It scares me. I would love just to have at least a, a couch, just to right. a couch. Right. So when Jolie just, comes to visit or yeah. any friends come to visit, I mean, so you had a suite. Yes. But I was at Kaiser, which uh, is a very holistic which hospital. Uh, the one on sunset. Kaiser sunset. Oh, and it That's was nice incredible. Yeah. It was incredible that, and I was able to have acupuncture during Labor. I mean, I had a totally different experience. Wow. Yeah, we're considering. We had kind of had a talk yesterday. I mean, we talked to Jana's gyno about mm-hmm. or OB about. Uh, but it's like it's where he delivers, right? So does he deliver anywhere else? Because <laughs> do you deliver anywhere else at the SLS, preferably yeah. in a yes. suite right across the street? I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be a diva <laughs> either. That's that's not you know definitely not trying to be a diva. No, I understand no, no, that no. the conditions we'll, that we're, we have are yeah. fantastic and yeah. and the again, medical this is me, yes the uh, medical staff that you have around you is so lucky. Everything yes. you know, I'm very happy, very but, grateful. It's just, you know, well, it's, well, it's coming fun. very soon and I'm starting to get Yeah, nervous. it's anxiety around it. Do you think of we course. should do a podcast in the hospital? I, yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm there. 
I think it'd be so. I'm much coming fun. in. I think we're, we should. We should. We talk, should do a live should, podcast from there. I think we should talk, about especially that. if you're in labor. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, Easton. <laughs> Poor Easton would. Just well, editing. I think yeah. that might be too much. He might have to be here in studio. Yeah, that's true. But um, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be able yeah. to handle all the, the rest of bombs. But yeah. I mean, we should we should think about that. I wonder if you guys would be interested in doing a live podcast birth. Right in. Have you right ever in. thought about like midwives? No, or I'm just I'm oh I'm at just home not too the, scary. I'm not the whole. I have to have doctors. I have to have. I mean, when when Jolie came, I mean, how many questions did I ask the doctors and nurses? I I even said I was <laughs> crashing in the middle of the C-section. Yeah, yeah, she's sitting there. Not even no, not even during the C-section. Oh, bef- what was it? Before the C-section, just when she has the epidural, because it was and she I don't like being feel. frozen. I can't. I don't feel so, anything. Uh, I'm like, oh, first, I can't feel my legs. I can't feel anything. So okay. <laughs> she has a hypochondriac. So <laughs> yeah. at first she doesn't have the epidural, so she's just complaining about the pain and everything. Right. Like that. Then she has it. Then she's complaining that she can't feel anything, <laughs> which is the whole point of an epidural. <laughs> so then she's it, like, it, I'm it crashing. I'm weird. crashing. And the nurse is like, Honey, you're not crashing. That means like you're flatlining. You're not crashing. She's like, no, but I'm crashing. Go get the doctor. I'm crash. You don't understand. I'm crashing. I didn't do that then. I thought I did that in the hospital. Like when Joe Jolie- did it before you even had the surgery. Oh, really? Yeah. It is a strange feeling to just be numb, like from the waist down. It yeah. is. Re- I, I didn't like it either. It's it's a very strange feeling. It is. So that's why I could never do the holistic in the bath. I give mad props to women that can do that. Mm-hmm. But I need all the doctor. I need all the attention. I need all the medical staff, the nurses. She wants the whole wing shut down. Yeah. So she has every resource. <laughs> hey, Beyonce. Well, no, but, and then they couldn't figure <laughs> out what was wrong with me because my white blood cell counts are really high. So I was convinced I was dying. My my friend Catherine was there and she's like, okay, so what's wrong with you? I said, well, they said my, my fever is spiking. It's 104 plus and my white blood cell count and she's like okay I'm gonna google it and she googles it and I look at her and she's like um don't 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 worry about it I was like it says I'm dying you guys have to stop googling I know especially while you're in the hospital when there's actual medical staff around you was wrong which was so scary and so I thought I was for sure I was like man I would have been such a great mom that's awful yeah we have to podcast do a live podcast because this stuff is too good to not get on tape We'll see. I mean, it is scary though when you're being wheeled in for the C section. It is, and your body is going left to right. You're getting sawed. So I thought, I I thought I freaked out after Jolie came out of me. You did, you did that as well. I did. Okay, and then didn't you tell the nurses? Oh, she was in Grey's Anatomy. This is just her acting. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, she's watched too much Grey's Anatomy. I was like, this is just. So long story short, let me know if you guys want us to do a live birth. Email us in at JanetGramer at iHeartMedia.com. It's going to be fun. I am I not just... scrubbing in. <laughs> Becca and Tanya will come scrub in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, but I, I just had to put out there. I'm just feeling a little nervous. But I'm really excited because after pregnancy, so I've been using ThreadUp, which is the world's largest online consignment and thrift store shop with 90% off estimated retail prices. That's 90% off. It's crazy. But what I love about ThreadUp is the fact that they have really, really, really great brands. So they've got brands like Madewell, Banana Republic, BCBG, Steve Madden, Kate Spade, Lululemon, Coach. There's so many great brands. And so, you know, I like to shop 
I like to shop online. So ThreadUp is is perfect for that. It's a perfect place when you're looking to update your wardrobe on a budget. And that's exactly what I want to do after the baby. So if you love to shop, you need to check out these deals on ThreadUp. Plus, if you sign up, you'll get an extra 30% off your first order at threadup.com slash Jana. Make sure there's no A in there. That's ThreadUp, T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash Jana. That's threadup.com slash Jana for an extra 30% off today. Promo code Jana30. Hey, babe. You know what's also going to be great? What's for dinner tonight? Well, I'm not even worried about tonight. I'm worried about when we are in the hospital uh-huh. and we come home and we need something to cook. Luckily, HelloFresh is going to be there for us, <gasps> ready and waiting. Oh, my God. You love HelloFresh. It's the best. And, you know, my favorite has been thus far that <laughs> Chipotle pineapple chicken. You that, still make that. You remake make that. that. Yeah, that's huh. one of the recipes I, I've kept in the drawer because it's so good. I've even taken pictures of it and sent it to people. I sent it to like my brother because he likes cooking. That's it's so like, cool. Hey, make this for mom and dad. It's amazing. There's no grocery shopping, so we don't have to worry about that, which is fantastic because obviously with a new baby on the way and a toddler, it's going to be great to have the groceries sent to us, the, the meals completely delivered. Everything is going to be... Pre-measured, pre-planned, nothing's longer than 30 to 40 minutes, including prep time and cook time. <laughs> it takes me a little longer just to read things. <laughs> yeah, when, when Janet does it, it takes a little longer. But. <laughs> it takes me like an hour. I'm like, wait, what does, I, I looked up the other day what it said. I had to, something with the lime. I had to get the shavings like of the lime. Braided zest. 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 I was like, what is, I go, Alexa, what does zest mean? And She's we have like, a zester in the drawer. You have we a do. zester? We do have yeah. a zester. Look so, at you. Fancy. Yeah. But it's, it's, it actually is very easy. I'm just you know a little slow to things but michael's gonna take that one and get sure. the wine oh there's no question and for a total of 60 dollars off that's 20 off your first three boxes visit hellofresh.com slash kramer 60 and enter kramer 60 again if you want 60 dollars off that's 20 dollars off your first three boxes visit hellofresh slash kramer 60 and enter kramer 60 you guys will not regret it michael came up with a really interesting idea the other day which kind of scares me a little bit, though. Yeah, so... And it's kind of great because she's a therapist, but... Yeah, I had an idea for Jana and I for yes. the podcast yeah, to add some, some spice to it uh, some t- at some point in time. And I said, what if we... If one of us has an issue yes. that we want to discuss with one another, what if we sa- even get as intimate and personal as we save that for the podcast? That way, you know, people hear us talk about what we do in situations, how we communicate, but then for them, for people to listen to us real time and see how we handle it Mm -hmm. instead of, it's easy to say it after the fact, Oh, this is how I did it. And you know, it's, it sounds so simple, but then to be real time and really put ourselves out there in a situation that we have to discuss personally. Um, so that's something we're going to do. I love this because you, you guys, yeah, I do because it's so interesting <laughs> because you have the tools when you're discussing a situation between the two of you, you've been given the right. tools where you can really communicate. And it's a great example to hear for people to hear that. Because but what if he drops it, like a massive bomb on me? Which, well, well, I there, think that there has to be some boundaries. boundaries. Yeah, there's where it's. Because I don't handle everything great. No, but that's part of it, right? Like, what if one of us don't handle it great? Well, be authentic on here. Right, that's all. What if one of us gets upset? It's okay. We don't have, but that's part of it too, is people to listen to. It's not all, oh, thank you for sharing your feelings. And this is how I feel. It's not all like that. Right, or I'm sorry you feel that way. We still have fireworks between us. I guess the fireworks is what scares me because that's the stuff that, 
traumatize, not traumatize me, but that's the stuff that I get super triggered. So what if I see that you're reacting a certain way and, you know, you storm, you know, I, right, I, right, I don't like right. it scares me because sometimes we don't handle things great. Sometimes we don't say the right thing. Sometimes I get upset and I don't hear you out. Sometimes you don't hear me out. Again, so if that which happens is, on air, it's like, oh, then we're basically frauds. No, it, but that's but that's just it. That's just to no. prove that we're not frauds. Because that's the thing. And when we have arguments, yeah, you're still going to get heated. You're not going to be in the best space or best place to hear or handle things. But still, that's a way to show people how you can still have fireworks in an argument, but still not be disrespectful, not be hurtful. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, not still name res- call. Not name not... call. Still respect each other, mm-hmm. but still be strong in maybe whatever you're feeling or thinking or believing. That's right. okay. That's still another form of communicating mm-hmm. in a healthy way. You guys just have to come up with a list of things and situations uh-huh. that are totally off the table. Yeah, I mean, right. it's going to be where, hey, I have something around this kind of topic. Right. Are you okay if I bring it up? Mm-hmm. We're not going to discuss it any further right now, but are you okay if we bring it up for our experiment on the podcast? Yeah, that's respectful. I even said to you, I said, well, what is there you want to talk to me about? Yeah. <laughs> they start rocking their brain. What did well, I do wrong? What do you, what clearly, there's something you want to talk to me about. Yeah. So, what is it? Well, yeah. I'm like, no, there's nothing. I just think it would be another level of depth on what we can offer people on how to communicate. As opposed to, or, again, mm-hmm. look, looking like we have everything perfect and we communicate, you know, great every time, where it's, again, that by right, us because doing that, we're expressing we're not frauds. You're human. Right, exactly. You're human. And that's okay. It is. Also, I think that you don't say on Monday night, hey, there's something I want to talk to you about next Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. It has to be like the night before. Uh, honestly, Not even no, the night, even on the way that. in. I don't, I don't even in, think, yeah. I think it should just be right here. Because if not, I'm going to say, well, what, what about it? Because yeah, I'm going to get right. defensive. Because yeah, 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 yeah. then that's not going to okay. be real time. Because okay. if you bring something up to me, right. my first is, well, why do you think that? Like, and that's a, a pretty yeah. defensive response back in general. For sure. So I guess we can always cut it. Yeah. And, well, and cut, you both know. Response? No, I'm saying <laughs> oh, if, if, it, if it was if it was uh, about something that we don't feel comfortable, that's right. kind of breaking a personal boundary for one of us. Yeah, that we're like, hey, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you asked a question, but we can cut it from the show. Right. You can say I'm not comfortable with this. Right. And we're going to leave for 15 minutes and talk about this and we'll be right back. We'll leave. Oh. Jen will just hold it down. <laughs> oh, wait. Jen will just do all our spots. Yeah. <laughs> all the spots are coming right now. Let's wait. Okay, Mike and Jen are coming back in. Do we want to try this experiment next week? I mean, we can't Please? just make up something. Well, if, I know. But I mean, well, I'm sure are, you, are you planning on there being something that you need to bring up with me? No, but we we are. <laughs> what, skipping, what is it? What do you have to bring up with we me? We are skipping couples therapy. Oh, Next when? week, so oh. we, so we won't have. No, a, we're we doing it on. A... Well, we're, we're we're it's a couple weeks later, so there might be something that comes up that okay. we have to talk about. We're doing it on the thirtieth. I know, sweetheart, but I'm just saying yeah. we might. Well, there might be something. Yeah, there might be something. I mean, you're traveling, mm-hmm. and yeah, so something will come up. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> don't don't worry. Not nothing big. Just something. But I think you no. Know, I think it'll be good because I think. It's it's a good way to practice not being defensive, and people can hear how we work through issues. Right, right. the good, real, the bad, and the real ugly. Time, real time, not <laughs> just the pretty, you know, pampered story after. Right, the fact. yeah. I think it's great. I you love it. I had a someone DM me speaking about couples therapy, by the way, and she said, 
uh, do not even know if you will see this. I got mm-hmm. behind on your podcast because of life. I'm playing catch up uh, with them now. I am not sure if this has been talked about. Marriage counseling. My husband and I have been having issues lately. He really wants to go to counseling, but I see that as a step you take before it's over. Help. And I was, to, to me, it's, mm-hmm. I don't think it's something where you, it's a step before it's over. I think it's, it's a step you should Personally, in my opinion, you should always take to continue to grow. Absolutely. I agree. There is nothing better than going into a room for 45 minutes and somebody listening to you. Yeah. It's amazing. It is the most incredible experience, isn't it? Because huge advocates for therapy. Yeah. But the fact that like her husband even wants to go and she's the one that. Right. He's willing. He's willing to go. There's so many husbands out there that do not want to go to couples Mm -hmm. therapy. Yeah. And I, I think it's I think it's important either we were just, we were just having this talk we had went on a date night to see a Star Is Born <gasps> have you seen it? Oh, I went to the premiere. The oh, amount of so tears. Good. I know. I'm already I'm, I'm already crying again. <laughs> I look over and Jana's already crying. It's like the first song Lady Gaga sings. I'm like, this is like a happy part. She's like, oh my god. But she's like living her dream out there and like yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I was I was having a hard time like not letting it out and hyperventilating. But we we went on a date night with a few of our friends, and we were just talking about marriage and and couples therapy. And she, mm-hmm. you know, she said that we don't really have anything big, but I kind of want to go in and talk. Mm-hmm. And I think I, mean, I think that's that's what you should do. I do too. What do you think about couples who go to therapy before they're even married? A hundred percent. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Right? I think it's really good. Yeah. Ball- ballsy, but great. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yeah, but. That's because he cheated on me. Yeah. Oh, and here's our first. <laughs> here's our first oh, trial. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean that, and we were taking the next step, and I'd moved down there. So yeah, I mean we yeah. like knew we wanted to be together. Right. Did that make you angry that I just said that? I'm like, no. Should, and that, I'm like trying to probe. Well, you that's the, yeah. <laughs> Poking the bear. Probe. Yeah. Don't poke the bear. Um, I think that's a, well. It didn't make me angry because because I think that's a big difference between me now and before is just I'm not hiding behind that shame anymore right but I think if you can go to couples therapy and be authentic Mm -hmm. is that's that's the hugest thing especially before you're married when you're married if you're having issues if you're not having any issues I I, you know what I would love I would love people that don't think they need therapy to go to therapy those people need therapy the most absolutely like that my could dad, not be a more truer statement. But again, yeah. if they don't, if, they, if they're stuck in their ways, they're not going to be open minded. If you're not open minded to therapy, I mean, it's not going to work. You're going to be wasting your time and money. I went to couples therapy. You did before you got divorced, mm-hmm. and and how for how long? We went. Well, we went for an initial couples therapy, and then she suggested that he go to individual therapy mm-hmm. for a while before we could meet back together because we were at such different growth levels. Was he like, why me? Not her. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But she explained right, right, right. because I had done a lot of work. Yeah. I had to, when I was going to school. Right. Then one day he came home from therapy and said, uh, Next week, I need for you to go to therapy with me because I'm stuck and I need for you to figure out how I get unstuck. He asked you that? Yes. Wow. And I said, I can't do that because I'm not your therapist and I'm not you. Right. And I I can't be. Right. And that's when I knew. Yeah. 
That's pretty deep. That's to, what I knew. To know that 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 moment. Right. Because you can't manage. You can't. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, isn't it great, though, when you go into therapy? I love this personally when we sit with our couples therapist and Mike. You know, I'm, 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 <laughs> he tells me this shit. I'm like, well, thank you for sharing. And this is how I feel. And, and he just gets worked up and says all the wrong things. And I'm just sitting there like, see this, Dan? This is, yep. Mm-hmm. Keep going, Mike. Keep just <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm digging t- your grave. I've had babe. a tendency to dig my own grave in it's couples. It's awesome, though, because I'm like, this time. is exactly what I'm dealing with. But then, but then, <laughs> door number one. Validation. Then Jana is putting on, you know, her cross legs, both hands on her legs. <laughs> like, just perfect little teacher's pet. And I'm like, this is what I'm not dealing with at home. I do not get this no, at home, no, what you no, are seeing no, right no, now. No, no, no. I just try to handle it, you know, because I want him to be proud of us. Such a teacher's pet, <laughs> even in therapy. It's Wait, do you guys have therapy today? No, no. Oh. We, we had to reschedule it okay. uh, because I'm going out of town, but for a couple weeks. But I just, I want, I want our therapist to be proud of us because we've, I mean, which he is. I, I really, truly do think he is because about shoot eight, nine months ago, I, I walked in and said, "I'm filing for divorce," and you cannot change my mind. Wow. Wow. Look at us now. And yeah. so that's he, incredible. Yeah. And he was just, he looked at us and he was just like, Are you sure? And I go, I am sure. Mm-hmm. Please bring him in. And, you know, we sat there and, you know, some th- other life stuff happened. And, you know, here we are. But, uh, yeah, it was, I was, we were done. But it's so nice to be able to now. He's he just sits and I I can see him like there's like a that little smile smirk. in his you know little eye and he's like okay you guys are you guys have really worked but so. you yeah I was just going to say he handed over the tools but you guys did the work yeah yeah, exactly. yeah we yeah. we've done all the work <laughs> yeah. but he's I mean he's you know stood by us in some tough days of- <laughs> yeah where where he'd be like. Mike, take a walk. Janet, yeah. take a walk. Yeah. But most of the days it was Mike. Why don't you go take a walk? Because <laughs> he gets, you just get very heated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heated. You've gotten defen- so much better though. Def- defensive, very quick. I don't know if that is that just a guy thing to get defensive off the bat fast. I, I could say so. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I get, why, what am I answering for? No, I have but no did idea. Your husband, did he get defensive always? Always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that is just a dude thing. I don't know. Hey, dudes. I, I think it's, yeah. yeah. To the dudes listening, do you get defensive? At, I think uh, there's yeah, more of a tendency for yeah for males to get defensive quicker. But you know, I think I, I think it's like uh, all or nothing. It's either you're defensive or you're just so either that confident or that just don't care mentality. Right. Where you're just like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Should, we phone, out. should we phone in Nick to see if <laughs> our friend Nick to see why Nick. What's going on with Nick? He loves couples therapy. Oh, he does? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think, but anyone, and we and we tell this to couples that we know and that we discuss, because again, we're very open about, mm-hmm. we don't hide the fact that we go to individual therapy. Like, we have no mm-hmm. shame in, we're talking to people and like, oh, what do you got today? Oh, we got couples, or I have therapy, or Jan has therapy. Right. Like, we don't care. And, you know, it's, we just know how much it's helped us, so mm-hmm. we would love to see it help other, you know, relationships that we see. Even if you don't think you have a problem, it's just a safe place to discuss things. Right. You know, so there's doesn't there isn't anything like, you know, cobwebs that build resentment or anything like that. Hey, I have another DM. Um, 
it for Mike's perspective. Yeah. I know it's a very sensitive subject, but I'd love to hear Mike's perspective mm. on miscarriage and how it affected him. Me and my fiance have had four miscarriages this year and he's <sighs> been really, he's been, he's been a great support for me, but I feel like I'm not supporting him enough and I don't know how to, um, I don't know. And I don't know how to, I've spoken to him and asked him, but he says he's fine. P.S. Love the podcast. Blah, 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 blah. I've never thought about that. About the guy. The emotional, the other side of the I emotions. I love that she cares about. Yes. Yeah. And she's asked and she's yeah. trying. What a, what a great message. Um, yeah. I thought, you know, I was just talking to uh, Greg the, the other day. Greg who? Oh, you're Greg. Yeah, Greg, Greg. A buddy of mine. Okay. And him and his wife are trying to have a kid. And, mm-hmm. and so I was kind of coaching him through that stuff. So basically... As a guy, there is a tendency, obviously, where we feel forgotten in the process, right? right? Because the women, it's their body, it's their hormones, it's y'all's emotions and and everything, but it takes two to tango and we're part of it too. And I think what's difficult around the miscarriage aspect is because, at least from my experience with Jana, the women take it so personally that it's their fault that there's a miscarriage. It's their fault that they did something wrong. They weren't meant to, like, it's just all about, like, they just feel like it's their fault. Right. So it's hard. It's difficult for us to really make it about ourselves in any way mm-hmm. when we, we, we don't have that, that physical feeling of that. It could possibly be our fault because like women do, like they have just that, that natural guilt that comes up again in my experience. So, for us to express any of our feelings of loss it feels very selfish. So naturally we just want to be like, no, it's not your fault. It's nothing you did. And just, and be empathetic and compassionate towards our significant others that are, you know, that lost the child. But yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's, it's nice to at least to be validated once. And, mm-hmm. and Jana did this, especially with the last time, you know, she validated me and was like, you know, the, you, this is your loss too. Right. And so, I don't think we need a lot. I think we just, it's just one of those things just Reco- as you the need- male you recognize mm-hmm. and that's okay. We don't need any more than just an understanding from our spouse that, Hey, like, what are you feeling? Right. And, and honestly, that'll help too. And what's, I think I can't speak for Jana, but I think what has helped, what helped us with the last miscarriage was being able to grieve together because she knew what I was feeling. That helps. So you don't, you think him saying he's fine, he means he's fine? No, I, I don't. It, did it say, did he express any, anything? Yeah. She said she's been trying to ask him, but he said, and he's like, no, I'm fine. I she's think, like, how, I, she, I think she what, want to know. She's like, how does it affect you? Right. How does well, it affect me? I think that's exactly it. He's trying to put on a facade for her mm-hmm. to be tough and be strong mm-hmm. for her. So she can have this latitude to have these emotions when really, yeah, you, like you said, Janet, it seems like she's reaching out and wanting to know that he shares the same feeling of loss, the same pain that she does. And grieving. And grieving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which in my experience, I, we do. But again, it's just a natural thing to put up a, a wall so we don't because it's not your body because it's not our right. body there's yeah. still there's i understand still a, that there's still a yeah, difference of course you know? there is so we're not going to be in the corner like just bawling and sulking mm-hmm. and stuff when right. it's not our body there's still a, di- a but it's know. not just your body we lost a baby right but the but just the physical <laughs> aspect of it there's something to be said for that yeah but you still feel the loss of okay our, our, our baby passed oh there's no question 
no question. Mm. So I think it's so hard. It's so it's, it's hard. okay for for the husbands to open up yeah. about that because I think it just it's beneficial for you guys. I think it's yeah. I, I hope that he can grieve into any of the guys mm-hmm. listening and wives too that want that because I needed to have that like last one of the miscarriages. I didn't want anything to do with him and I didn't talk to him because I just felt. I just isolated. You went inside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was awful. And it was not fair to him. This last time we miscarried, I I needed that grieving because I thought we were done. I thought, you know, this was our last embryo. Our boy, this is our boy. So I needed that like comfort. You needed to feel loved and, and you, you needed him to comfort you. You Especially with that being kind of our safety net because we had that embryo for the last two and a half years. Where, wow. where through other miscarriages, we were like, okay, well, we have this, or we have that. You know, we had that had the safety, safety net of that, you know, embryo. Mm-hmm. Jen, question for you. Yes. Because I, and this is for you too, Mike, mm-hmm. but from a girl's perspective, when you find out you're pregnant, do you think we should wait to tell? I understand there's the risk, but then you have the risk of miscarrying alone, and then nobody knows. So why why can't we just... Yes, there's always going to be a risk, but why can't we from day one say, because if not, all these women who are having miscarriages are doing it alone because they- And they, in silence. Exactly. They mm-hmm. don't, no one knows they miscarried. No right. one knows that they heard the heartbeat and then the baby was lost. Like, why can't we be like, we're pregnant and and get a whole team. And, and if, if it doesn't and you end up miscarrying, which again, it's so common, but then you have people there you for you. You have a support you. system. Because if not, there's no one there for you. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. So why do we change it? Why are we waiting waiting until three or four months? Because it's it's a half glass empty mentality. Right, but then you're alone in your suffering. You are and in in silence. Yeah, Yeah. because nobody knew. Yeah, I told people who are close to me. I found out I was pregnant. I was less than two weeks, Mm -hmm. and there were. I mean, there weren't even. There wasn't even a heartbeat. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. And it was just my hormones were fluctuating. So I had to keep going in and being tested. They actually thought I was having a miscarriage mm-hmm. um, because there were all of the signs of that. Really? And then all of a sudden, there was a heartbeat. Wow. And so I started to tell people. Plus, I was older. So yeah. I felt comfortable telling certain people, right. people in my family. What? How, how soon after you guys find out you're pregnant? Do you go to your OB? It's six or seven weeks right. is when you go for your okay. six, six, six to eight. But yeah, we, we, we've always gone between the six and seven mark. And then 12 is when they say to tell people. Right. 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 I think. But we've, we've heard heartbeats at seven and we, then we've lost. Yeah. yeah I think is it, should it be day one? The first time you pee on a steak and you get in line? No, but a heck of a lot sooner. Yes. Absolutely. I, I definitely agree yep. with you on that. I agree. So to avoid that feeling Silent alone and helpless and, and alone. And yeah. I had a friend recently who was five weeks pregnant. She told me when she was five weeks, which I thought was really smart of her. Yeah. Because then I'm checking on her, asking her how she's mm-hmm. feeling, how's everything going. And she built a support system system around her so that she could go through this with other people. And and it is sad to have to you know I when we do miscarry it's like hey can you just text the family because I don't want to have to text everyone say right. we lost the baby we lost the baby yeah and I understand maybe people not wanting that that might be a big part of it 
I think it is. It's facing it and having to tell people. Right, which is awful, but then isn't, to me, it's worse facing it alone. Right, like just like staying in bed all day, yeah. all right. alone. And on Instagram trying to pretend like I'm happy, right. but I actually just f***ing miscarried, you know? Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. Freaking miscarried. <laughs> so, you know, it's, I get, so I get both sides of it, but I, for me, to the feeling of being alone and not having someone is is worse for me. So I guess it's like your own personal preference. But if you if you if I throw guess, it out there, let's like, ask, but, let's yeah. see how like, people feel. Yeah, yeah, let's see how people feel. That's definitely a good question. But like yeah. Jen said, I think that's a great thing. Is if you if you build just a, at least a small support system, right? The close the people closest to you that you really it could be your parents. But maybe it's not because mm-hmm. you don't want your parents to be like, there's a first child. And it's like, right. how do you feel? The baby? Yes. You know, you have these overbearing parents that get super excited to be grandparents. And maybe you don't want to deal with all those questions every day. Right. Especially right. if this thing happens, you know, if that unfortunate event happens. So, but at least build some kind of small and don't feel hesitant to build that. I no, you shouldn't. Really yeah. You have permission. And if you guys have any stories about waiting versus not waiting, email us at Jana Kramer at iHeartMedia.com. I have a great yep. email after these spots, by the way. Okay. So I'm really excited because the FabFitFun Editor's Fall Box is here. It's fantastic. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box delivered four times a year with full-size fashion, beauty, home, fitness, wellness products for just $49.99 a box. I, I honestly love it. For me, it's Christmas. I, I love getting things for my house. I love getting candles. Uh, there's an awesome eye mask in this fall box. There's an enzyme peel, which I'm going to love. There's crown brush, six-piece brush set for makeup. And Michael always makes fun of me because he's like, oh, you're fat fit fun box here. And I'm like, yes. And I was just going to say, that, you know, besides this being a spot, this is a real deal because we constantly for years now <laughs> have been getting these fat fit fun boxes. So clearly for Jana to continue to be a subscriber means that she really loves it. So I really do. And, and and the other day you said, oh, honey, I like those dish towels. I was like, thanks. And you thought that I bought them. I did. They're fat fit fun. Stop it. Yeah. Were they really? They were in the fat fit fun box. <laughs> I know. They're amazing. <laughs> I know. So sign up for FabFitFun today to get your fall editor's box. The FabFitFun fall editor's box is in limited supply, and these boxes always sell out. Use my code JANA to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well-lived. Use promo code JANA to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use my code JANA to get $10 off. Um, Jen, you were just saying that you need stamps. I do. I'm out of stamps every time. I have a letter that, a very important letter that needs to go out and it's sitting on my dashboard in my car and it has been for three or four days now because I keep saying, oh, I'm going to stop and get stamps. Well, let me tell you, with stamps.com, you can access all the amazing services of the post office right from your desk 24-7. You're on your laptop, so go on to stamps.com right now. Do you hear me? I know. Um, But you can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package using your own computer and printer. So this is great for small business owners, for people that just have a really busy life, for moms and anyone, honestly, that just wants to save a little bit of time. It's just click, print, mail, and you are done. It could not be easier. And again, if you're sending out packages, they also send you a scale, which is great. So right now, use Jana for the special offer. It includes up to $55 free postage, a digital scale and a four-week trial. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Jana. That's stamps.com. Enter Jana. Hey, um, you have an email. Do you want to read? I do. 
So this was from our actually our uh, have a seat with Jan and Mike at gmail.com. But I thought it was pretty interesting because it's a different perspective. So I'll keep this anonymous or do we say first name? Let's do anonymous. Okay. So the email is, we always hear about Mike's flaws and mistakes. I would love to hear from Mike's perspective what Jana has done to- <laughs> Sorry, real fast. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was about to say, I always hear about Mike's flaws and mistakes. I'd like to hear how great he is. That's where I thought it was going to go. Like, darling, you're so handsome. This is not, you're so and, sweet. and before you even laugh about this, I have <laughs> Jen a and reason I, why- Jen the same thing, Jen. We, well, yeah. Yeah, well, how it was like, let's just tell all Mike's uh-huh. great attributes right, right. That's, that's And then I thought he was going gonna to a- ask, can we hear about Jana's flaws? <laughs> and- <laughs> oh, wait. I didn't even think wait. about that because I have wait. Oh, wait. There's yeah. more, Jen. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Okay. The all title right. of this podcast is Mike's Great, Okay. Way, <laughs> for this episode. All right. Let's hear it. So Sorry. anyway, Start I would love over. To, we, we always hear about Mike's flaws and mistakes. I would love to hear from Mike's perspective what Jana has done to create his behaviors in the past to help women understand how to create a safer environment for their husband as well. Usually men make mistakes based on behaviors too. I'd like to see Jana open up about her flaws. Thank you. Now. Oh, the re- my God. The Did reason- you email him back and say, I'm <laughs> sorry, my wife has zero flaws. Yes. First of all, my wife is perfect and has zero yeah, flaws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but my whole reason that one stuck out to me because. Because <laughs> you wanted me to. Be well, no, I appreciate. I Not that I want you to talk about flaws. I appreciate her willingness to want to understand her husband more and, yes. and to, and to cl- clean up her side of the street, as mm-hmm. I say in the therapy world, as you know, Jen. <laughs> so for, for me, from my perspective, it's, it's not about what like Jana does or, or what anyone else does in your life. Mm-hmm. Cause you're responsible for your own actions. Right? right. And that's what I've learned through a lot of this process is that regardless of anything, I'm responsible for my own actions. In the same situation here, but by being more open, by being validating and being soft with your partner, whether male or female, and inviting them to share feelings about something and really asking, you know, what they need, it just opens that line of communication to maybe avoid things that maybe I did in the past because I just didn't feel like dealing with because we didn't talk about not saying that's Jana's fault, but that's my fault also. But again, as men, we're naturally not as communicative as women and don't want to talk about feelings as much as you guys. Of course. So if that was something where those lines of communication were more open and it felt like a safe place, that's really the only thing I have to say around kind of that email is just to invite your significant other, your your husband to meet you there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your face Jana <laughs> says says everything no no totally on both but, no, no 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 and like the therapist says there's no but and I mean obviously we all have flaws and I think one of my biggest flaws is also something that is hard because in the beginning one of my flaws was I just blamed him for how I was feeling 24 seven because of what he did. Mm. Right. So I lived with that longer than I should. So that's a flaw. So I lived with, you know, well, I'm feeling this way because you did this and you did that and you ruined this. And so, but then it, then you have to kind of look in the mirror and go, okay, it's time to do my work. How long am I going to keep like pointing the finger and playing the blame game? So that was definitely a flaw. And then I think another flaw too is, Knowing, and then for women out there too, your husband does, like you said, your husband does have feelings. Right. And 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 being 
able to invite the husband to talk to you. Yes. And sometimes we only get stuck in our own flaws, or in, our, in our own feelings. Right. Because you can only, you can't control other people's actions, only your reaction. And you mm-hmm. guys know that. Right. And if you're stuck on the action, mm-hmm. you're stuck in your head. Yeah. And you're, mm-hmm. you are, you're playing like the blame game forever yeah. and you'll never get past that. Yeah. And by the way, perfect is boring. Oh, so. totally. Oh, yeah. And, right? no, and no relationship is perfect. And also no. being um, being invited to the sense of, you know, asking for what you need, but also asking your partner for what they need, right? Like going right. up to your husband, again, just in the sake of this email, this is the example, but going up to your husband and saying, do you need anything from me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, it's so know, simple. It, it, could it sounds It could be yes. a physical thing. It could be whatever. It could be a task. It could be anything. Do you need anything from me? He might say no. Okay. I just wanted to check. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know what we should do? That should be challenge. the challenge this week. Because so last week was strike. Yes. This challenge should be. So for all the wives listening right now, wives, girlfriends, go up to your partner. But I'll say, say male listeners too. For, oh, and male listeners. The, yeah. yeah. However many course. male listeners there are. <laughs> yeah. Come on, boys. <laughs> Where are you at? Go up to your significant other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whoever they may be. And say, yeah. yeah. What, do you need anything from me? It's a really beautiful gesture. And yeah. I would love of for, for them to email. Jana Kramer at iHeartMedia.com just to see what their response what their was. What their reaction was. What, yeah, mm-hmm. what their reaction was. Would hey, it, hey yeah. do you need anything from me this week? Mm-hmm. Or right? you right now? The, the looks yeah, of confusion. Right oh, they're, like, can of the, you of imagine? Be like, yeah. wait, what? And Why are you asking? keep your iPhone or not your iPhone. Keep your, take a picture. We want to see the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we want to see the reaction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that though. I think that's cool. Yeah. It's a good yeah. challenge. Challenge of the week. Yeah. We should do that every week. We should do a challenge of the week. I yeah, love that. I like that too. Yeah. So cool. And, and it's going to help build a relationship. That's going to help people, people in their relationships. Yeah. Besides the tool last week of going on strike. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, sometimes hey, you have to go on you strike. Know, sometimes you do. Sometimes Speaking you of have strike. to go on strike. You do. Think, you have but to, yeah, you have let's to. challenge. Let's yeah. do a relationship challenge every week. I like it. I like it too. I do too. Okay. Hey honey, what do you, what do you need from me? <laughs> Is there anything you need from me? <laughs> Well, you guys wait till you get home to do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of going on strike, mm-hmm. do you ever feel like you're totally failing as a mom? All the time. How many times? I mean, do you read to Julie every night? Do you read one book, two books, three books, no books? I, does Sometimes it- I feel bad when I just read one book. Like I'm not a good enough mom for just reading one book. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I skip. I always read two or more. Yeah, he always reads two or more. But good I, student. But sometimes... I feel terrible because I'll skip pages because I'm just tired You're and just I want tired. to put her to bed. So I'll, I'll abbreviate the story. She's like, mommy, this story doesn't make sense. Yeah. I abbreviate the story and I skip pages. Once upon a time, the princess and the end. Yeah. yeah. No, but mom, I'm- there were just five little pumpkins. How can there be two? <laughs> no. I know, but I, right now, like, I don't think she gets enough to know you that never I read do the that? monkey, three little, three little monkeys jumping on the bed. <laughs> Mom, why does everyone else say it's five? <laughs> I know, but I, but that that's an example of how sometimes I feel like I'm not a good enough mom because because I I'm skipping time like that. Right. So I just I got, just want to put her to bed. I know, and I was the same way when Rocco was that age. But I I did read to him a lot. Right. And I just got an email. You know, he's in first grade now, and I just got an email that he's not hitting his benchmark in reading, and I was horrified. Yeah horrified i was like how can how can my kid not be reading i was reading at four although he is 
really good at math. Right. I can even, he asks me math questions sometimes and I'm like, wait, where's the calculator? (laughs) Don't ask me, I'll be counting on my hands. (laughs) I'm going to teach Jana and Jolie math at the same time. Yep. Okay, so what are you going to do? So, I went to Barnes and Nobles and I bought all kinds of flashcards for, I mean, I went crazy workbooks, flashcards, all kinds of books, more books, more books, more books. Did the teacher make you feel like you were a bad mom? Or did you make yourself feel like you were a bad I just mom? took it personal. Okay. I was, you know, you get an email like that and it's like, oh my, what? What do you yeah. mean? Oh, I'm not doing enough at home. So and then, then I, I enlisted. Mom that, right. Yeah. So now I'm Ubering my mom over once a week as well. She's coming, actually coming over tonight <laughs> because she was a special education teacher and a principal and, you know, oh, wow. and administrator. And I feel like she has the tools. Like if anybody can do it, she can do it. Right. So now once a week, she's going to. Put mom to work. I'm putting mom to Come work. On, grandma, you got <laughs> Does he just not enjoy reading? He has fun. I think he gets frustrated. Mm. He gets frustrated and we need to build his confidence. I don't think he's, you know, confident enough when it comes to it. And which brings me to another issue is last night he said, uh, I mean, he's six and he said, I'm popular. And I went, oh, really? Wow. I said, what does that mean? I wanted to see what he yeah. six year old's idea of popular. Of popular. He said, Well, everybody likes to play with me. Everyone likes to talk to me. Everybody thinks I'm cute. And I was like, Well, hold on. Let's, <laughs> well, slow down, Tiger. Slow down. But that's good though, right? I think it's good, but I also it it left me with sort of an icky feeling because I started thinking, are there other first graders who are six year old who don't feel popular, who don't right. feel and I just felt really sad. And I'm just wondering is this when it starts? First I'm, grade? I'm, Way early. I'm scared of that. For, for no, kids. no kids that age should feel popular or not popular. Right. They, are, they should all feel popular in a sense Well, they of, should all feel good. Like they're all friends right, and they're right. six-year-olds. They should be playing and having fun with everyone. Well, where do they think they, that you guys, like as parents, where do they learn popularity from? How do they That's get that That's a really word? good question. Yeah, it is. I don't know. I think. It's at school, I would imagine. Maybe and TV too. TV Maybe. probably. A dang Books. television again. I, yep. I don't know. The popularity thing scares me because I got to tell you, I mean, I was an, I was very nice middle school on, but in mm-hmm. elementary school, I don't think I was very nice to this one kid on the bus. And I, I honestly Where would is like he to now? go, well, that's the thing. I don't know. I've looked him up on Facebook because I kind of wanted to apologize. I felt bad. Wow. I would make fun of him because the other kids were making fun of him. Right. So- that scares me for when Jolie jumps on that bandwagon. Oh man! I know. And I, here's the thing: if 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 she if if someone knows that she's doing it, I want that person to come tell me right because I that will, is the ugh. one thing that I will lose my marbles on. Yes, mm-hmm. if they find out they were picking on other kids, because that's one thing I I take very a lot of pride in is I never did that. You didn't pick wow, on one. That's kid That's incredible. Nope, I never did, and yeah. I can go back. It, to grade school, I was never one to pick on kids that's ever. Awesome. I was one to protect, up, protect to an extent. So that's something in me that I just there's zero tolerance, zero place for when we're, you know, raising our kids. That's awesome. That is well, and it's crazy because I still remember. I mean, I was never bullied or anything, but I can still remember the comments that I would get from mm-hmm. like kids in elementary school. I'm like, how do I remember that? Right, because like it's so stick. hurtful. Yeah, because like he was like, "Oh, like you're a whale or something," and I'm sure it was just like being funny or whatever. But like, I obviously am like, 
almost six feet tall. Like I'm like, and I was full grown by like second grade. <laughs> so like, just, but those words, like I, st- I'm not, I don't hold it in my own heart. Like I'm not defined by his words, but like, I still remember that. And I was in elementary school. Yeah. I, I do too. You guys wild. in sixth grade, I got like a little chubby at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And Tony Dezelia in sixth Tony. grade. Tony. Yeah. Called what? me chubby. <gasps> And I can still, I'm still in that moment sometimes where I can see his face and hear him saying it. Bobby was mine in sixth grade. He mm-hmm. took a binder and he goes, that's your chest. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> Michael! <laughs> Mike! Don't laugh at that. I've never forgotten that. He slapped on his binder, put his hand across and said, that's your chest. How old were you? I was in sixth grade. <laughs> That's awful. Sixth grade. Yeah. (sighs) And you're laughing. Where's Bobby now? Well. That's kind of creative. (laughs) That was creative. Oh, Oh. The mosquito bites is just the the other one. No, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard that story. You know. Yeah. But it's been something. But it's we remember our our bullets. Did you not have a bullet? name? Name and memory. Yeah, yes. name and memory. Oh, my guy. Yep, Easy. me too. Where I was, everything. Everything. Yeah. I know exactly where I was in the classroom. We? How old are yeah. you in elementary school? 11. Well, well I was, I, yeah, I was sixth grade. But, that I mean, elementary school, it's scary. Sixth grade is 11. It is 11. Yeah. But where are they learning these from? That's right. what I want to know. Like, when did I realize what popularity was? I know. I was, I was never athlete. popular. Like, I was always in, like, a world mm-hmm. that was advanced. Yeah. But I don't think I ever really knew what popularity. I always knew, like, maybe I wasn't popular, but, like. I was friends with everyone. I could hang out with the popular people, Mm -hmm. and then I would walk down and hang out with my favorite skaters or, you know, musicians or, you know, whatever. I I was the I mean again in fifth grade I kind of went with went with the crowd and I was mean to that one kid and I still feel bad but sixth grade on I I never bullied anyone and it was always Lisa was the Lisa was the pretty girl she was the popular Mm -hmm. one and I was kind of just her friend the friend the sidekick but then senior year I was voted most likely to end up on the cover of Glamour and look what happened Jenna sprouted (laughs) (laughs) or or bloomed (laughs) no but I was never a pop I wasn't. I wasn't the sports player. I wasn't the athlete. Right. I just was kind of, I was just nice to everybody. But bullies scare me, and I'm so scared for that. I'm so scared I'm for that so moment. I'm so scared for I, it, I, too. I pray that she's not a bully. Or being bullied. But uh, having said that, though, Michael, yeah, you made a really good point the other day. Yeah. It, you and Nick talked about it, didn't you? Uh, I don't know who I talked about it with. But basically, I kind of got this from Chris Rock did a stand-up special on Netflix recently. And he talked about bullies. Mm-hmm. He did this bit on bullies. And it was really funny, but there's a lot of truth to it, too, where, you know, the world is filled with a-holes. The world is filled with bullies. Right. If you go all through the beginning of your life not facing some kind of adversity from a a bully, then what are you going to do when you're an adult and you see that for the first time at your first job or something like that and you don't know how to handle yourself with that adversity? It's not that bullying, we're not, you're not saying bullying is okay. It's just that sometimes you got to have some thick skin. You got to grow some right. thick yeah, skin. You got to learn how to stick up for yourself. So is is bullying all bad? Depends it, the level. The level of the severity. Level. Right. Yeah. Level, sometimes you absolutely. need to have some thick skin. You have to learn how to stick mm-hmm. up for yourself because when you do go into the your adult adult or your adult life and you have to. Fight for yourself and yeah. work hard, and, and the there's going to be bullies. The out scary there. adverse effect 
to that is making sure that if kids are being bullied, that they're not seeking validation in an unhealthy way. Right. Which creates terrible habits, which lead, could lead mm-hmm. to addictive personalities, which could, who knows? Yeah. You're ready to be a therapist. <laughs> Sign me up, Jen. I'm signing <laughs> I've had, out. I've had, I've had enough therapy for a lifetime. So, hey, Jen, you're into, you're into stocks and all that, aren't you? Recently. Recently I know investing nothing and all that. about stocks. I, I Have you heard of Robin Hood? No. You know, it's pretty interesting. I've, I've recently gotten into it too, but it's an, an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, options, cryptos, all commission free. Wait, what? Yeah. So you don't take anything? Nothing. This is incredible because there's always a transaction fee. Yeah. And yeah. Well, then like my business manager is getting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Robin Hood's our new business manager. I love, yeah. the, I love the name. No, the Robin Hood. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Take from the rich. <laughs> yeah, other, the other brokerages charge up to what, $10 for every trade? Yeah, around that. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. There's no cost, no commission fees. Exactly. Other brokerages charge up to $10, like you just said, honey. And the, the user experience with it, I, I got on it. It's very easy to use, very simple, especially for a novice you know, right. kind of person like me getting into that investment world. It's been fantastic. I love that. They tell and you, like, what to, like, what to do they give you stock? tips yeah I even know, like, even if you don't know it. like i don't know all the stocks out there you mm-hmm. know they give you a list of the 100 most popular sectors like entertainment social media depending on what your interest is and what That's you want to cool. get into which so is you can build cool. your portfolio exactly even categories like female ceos and it's a great time to invest right now it is, is it it is i thought the market was plummeting good time to buy oh bye 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 baby. i mean that's what i hear you know what's awesome, too? Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple Ford Sprint to help build your portfolio. Whoa. So now sign up at uh, Robinhood.com, windown.robinhood.com. That's windown.robinhood.com. Go there, get your free stock to get your portfolio going, and start investing for free. Windown.robinhood.com. That's really cool. I love That's the name. Cool. The name's brilliant. It is brilliant. I love that you guys are listening to Wind Down, but also I want to tell you guys about another iHeartRadio podcast with 23andMe where they explore all things DNA and how we are all 99.5% genetically alike. Host Bartunda Thurston sits down with the biggest artists, including John Legend and Mike Posner, as well as influencers of our time to talk about how the world of genetic testing is changing who we are and the world among us. So they explore a variety of important topics, such as how science stacks up against the stories we've been told, how much nature versus nurture impacts who we've become. So it's really cool. It's called Spit. So make sure to check out full episodes now on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so this was fun. I'm really glad that we had this. We've had a lot of discussions. Yeah. We've got a lot, a lot of, good of talks things. Today. A lot of good talks today. And I'm it's really fun. interested to see what you guys thought too of today's show and any feedback from the challenge that we gave you this week. And also if you have any any other stories you'd like yeah. to share? Or tips and tricks. Ticks, tips tips and, tricks. and tricks for reading. Jana Kramer at iHeartMedia.com. Um, just a huge thank you to everyone. Thanks to ThreadUp, HelloFresh, uh, Stamps.com, FatFitFun, Robinhood, and 23andMe. You guys are awesome. And just remember to, for this week's relational weekly challenge, yes. yeah. go to your partner and ask them what they need. I love it. I'm on it. I'm, I'm excited yeah. to wind down next week. Woo-hoo. You too, guys. Bye.